0: Welcome back to A Simple Podcast. This is our finale-ish episode, we're going to call it. Um, We are thrilled to have you here, one last-ish, again, time to discuss the 2018 film, A Simple Favor, a film that we have canonized at this point um, (laughs) almost to death, but not quite, my friends. Not quite. As ever, I am your host, Christina Tucker. With me, as ever, are my co-hosts. Please introduce yourself, co-hosts.
1: I am Jordan Cruciola. I am. I remain a queer on the internet, a writer, a producer, and today, uh, very pleasantly overwhelmed for reasons <laughs> that we'll get into soon.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I am mm-hmm. Alana Bennett, culture writer and screenwriter, and we do have quite the treat. It. I'm still. <laughs> yes,
0: I also am a homosexual on the internet, and we are so overwhelmed by what just occurred to what, us ha- and what you're about an, to hear. An event that happened I don't... to us. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, if you think about it in some ways, it was both the crossover event of the century yeah. and also yes. a cultural event. Avengers feature. endgame <laughs> stuck
2: to the side. <laughs> Here we are Please. with this episode. Please for you.
1: Because honestly, this is more unexpected than the finale of <laughs> Avengers. Like we saw that coming for 20 movies. Right. And uh today uh we it, it we we have not teased this at all, but it has been in the background. Uh, percolating like scheduling stages for a couple weeks, we have a special guest. And would anybody, would any of my co-hosts like to reveal who that special guest is? That's uh, we we have just recorded an interview with.
0: Yeah, we actually just talked to Blake Lively, um, <laughs> who you might know from the film *A Simple Don't Favor*. All- yeah, um, she was in it. Yeah, and she was really good in it. Yeah, and then so she um, actually just talked to us about the movie, which is really cool <laughs> because we like the movie. Yeah, as some of you, our <laughs> listeners, might know. Yeah. Um, we're all still kind of, you know, just dealing with what happened. Yeah. Um, but it's a really fun interview, and I think it's actually like yeah, really poignant a- and interesting. And yeah. I think there's you as listeners are gonna get a lot out of A lot of
2: emotional journeying in this interview. There's a lot of yeah. Mm-hmm, you just you mm-hmm. just I think <clears throat> we get to know somebody on a, on there's- a level that I think the public deserves to get to know this person especially if you're a fan of this movie which subverts so much of as we talk about the the, mm-hmm. the celebrity mm-hmm. headline of who this woman is like we i think we get we get a few notches yeah. deeper and as this movie does subvert some of the expectations and i think that that is something that needs to be done more in celebrity culture and in stan podcasts yeah. <laughs> and i'm very glad that we yes. we, yeah. we, yes. we got that chance
1: yeah, so I guess uh we won't hold you guys back any longer. Please do enjoy, as we did, our conversation with Blake Lively. Well, uh
3: Blake, thank you.
1: So thank you so much. We'll just so start off the top of that.
3: Um I um I started online stalking you guys and I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> they love this movie like I do. <laughs> Give me fuck. <laughs> See anyway, that I'm, I, I'm
1: no, no, I, I, oh, I didn't ahead. need to cut you off. I just wanted to say, like, I feel like there's a dynamic at play that I definitely want to shout out, which is, like, definitely famous, definitely writers and queer people on the internet, but united under the fact that we, I believe, are all mm-hmm. really big Simple Favor fans. <laughs> Stands, if you
3: will. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. We we love this movie so much, and it, and it's one of those things that, like, You know, movies coming out now, it's such a weird thing, especially Mm -hmm. even more so when A Simple Favor came out, because it was like, people weren't going to the movie theaters as much. And like, if people Mm -hmm. are going to spend that much money on a movie ticket, they're going to go see some, you know, world... ending literally <laughs> yeah hate, people <laughs> saving um you know and i think that like you know but then there was this fear of like if you put something direct to you know a streamer is it like a you know tv yeah. movie of the week or something you know it's mm-hmm. like that was sort of like this outdated way of thinking that we were yeah. all like you know trying to rally people to understand that like this is just how we consume content so yeah um it's like it's had it's like second life once it um once it was I mean it did well it was fine but like Mm -hmm. once people really got to see it in their homes I think is when it really started becoming embraced and that's really neat to see
2: well, yeah, that's people it. get to rewatch and like find all of the little mm-hmm. details and find new. Every time I re- rewatch, I find a new scene that I'm like obsessed with. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: that's so
0: great.
2: Yeah, that it does. So it's great. like that going through great. an
1: album and you're like, wait, is this my favorite song? Yeah. Did <laughs> that's I like get yeah, exactly
0: exactly. it? That's exactly the experience. is exactly it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: wow, I guess it's a mirror ball day for me. I totally thought yeah. the one was going to write it out. So you guys um, are ready for my pop career based on a simple figure. Yes! Yes, absolutely. You you, you saying that is, te- like, there are, there are universes colliding in my mind right now, which is a reality where there is, a like, a, another Vox Lux that happens. Paul fulfills his wish to have a musical movie, uh-huh. And you're in it. So I'm suddenly seeing a lot of bankability mm. in one place. In something <laughs> I didn't know he really wanted to do wanted a musical
3: do. movie. He doesn't tell me this because I can't sing, but like <laughs> I am destined to be a pop star. And like that has not held some people back. But, like, no. You can do it. You can, you do, can do, do it. it. Like, it.
0: Yeah. Girl, there's it's a rich tradition. Either. <laughs> and a lot of them also ways. can't dance. Like there are I'll ways to make this, this happen.
1: Same. Yeah, you no, know, know, but like you've got a brain trust here that's ready to
0: troubleshoot this.
1: Yeah, you
2: just need yeah. the vibe. It's just all about the aesthetic, the vibe, vibes. the yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like thirty three is a great age to start a pop career.
0: Oh, absolutely, <laughs> easy on the body. It's great, <laughs> yeah. perfect time, perfect timing. <laughs>
3: Well, we
1: we found that a great way to get the conversation conversation started with Paul, which um, you may or may not have listened to that episode, but it it was a really good entry point to just establish the tone and like the eagerness with which we want to talk about this subject, which is wanting to hear your the arc of you with brother fucker, and like from you know that's a real I feel like you know when one is reading a script that seems like one that is either going to get its hooks in you or it's going to be like oh. <laughs> oh, and then you said yes, and you pursued the movie, and then you made it. And here we are today. So we wanted to hear about how brother, the the arc of brotherfucker in the Blake and well, Stephanie
3: experience. Don't brotherfucker. Don't, don't. This is good. <gasps> You know, like the, the brother fucker. It's it's interesting you guys zone in on that one thing because like it <laughs> is like it is sort of like the defining thing of like can you hang with it or not yes. and like how far how far is too far like where is your line? Yep. So like you know what was interesting about it is like when I read this script, it it read like uh like a thriller. It mm-hmm. it you know there was like quirkiness to um to uh. the the story, you know, like Stephanie was like slightly, you know, odd, um, (laughs) and sweet and, and slightly Tracy flick. Um, but the rest of it was, was really pretty everyone else. And, and the drama was all pretty earnest, including Emily. Emily was, um, she was a publicist from the Upper East Side wearing every Legere bandage dresses and like no jokes, no quips, no, she was just very like, you know, this, um, this like woman that you would like, stand, but it's like secretly hate you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like her fabulous life on social media yeah but it was like that. pretty pretty straightforward um and then but there was this line in this script um where she says you know oh wow you fucked your brother you're a brother fucker but in that context of like it being more literal like that was it that's all right that's all brother fucker was covered like wow and and then so i read the script but i but I knew Paul Feig was directing it when I read right. the script. So I'm ready to laugh when I read the script. <laughs> yeah. And I'm reading this thriller and I'm so confused. So I met with him and I-, I was laughing at probably points. I shouldn't be laughing in the script because I was like, it's Paul Feig. It's a Paul Feig movie. <laughs> and so I met with him. I loved meeting with him. I was so excited to do the movie. I asked my husband to read the script and he was like, it's great, but it's a thriller. Like, but what do you... And I said, no, no, it's not. It's, it's a comedy. And he yeah. said, mm, I read the script. It's a thriller. Yeah. He said, did you ask Paul? And I was like, nope. <laughs> he said, I think you might want to ask him. Maybe he's, like, doing and covering a new genre. Right, And yeah. so I remember being so embarrassed after meeting with Paul for, like, two hours and agreeing to the movie, calling him, saying, hey, um... Just want to check in. Everything's, you know, great. Meeting. Uh, just maybe a comedy or a drama. <laughs> um, because I felt so silly to ask that, and he was like, "Yes." And I said, "Well, yes. I mean, just, is it this or this?" And he yeah was like, "Yes, it's yes. it's both." And I was like, "Okay, got it." Yeah, yeah. which is yeah. Sort of what I thought. So I was that jived so always- much
1: with what Renee told us, where multiple people came to her their first day on set, and they were like, "Hey." What is this movie? Like, they showed up on set and they were like, We didn't want to ask the directors, so could you tell us what's going on
3: here? And I remember, like, Anna is just like, She's amazing with drama. She's amazing with comedy. Like, she's just so whip smart. She's such a great actor. And she had actually done a movie with my husband, The Voices, which, if you haven't seen that movie, it's going to be your new podcast. It's actually, (laughs) no, under, no, it's We are looking for
0: another one. (laughs) It's (laughs) so under love.
3: It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but, um, But I remember watching her on set one day and I, you know, I was helping. I remember his lines the night before, and it was fine. The, I mean, the script was great, but the scene was just like nothing special. And then hearing the words come out of her mouth, I was like, oh, there's <laughs> "So much you could do with that." So I come <laughs> into this movie already excited and intimidated, and so I was terrified to say to her, "Like,
0: you know, hey, you know yeah, <laughs> I
3: didn't want to like be like making like you know big swings and like calling my shot for like a comedy, and then like her like you know sure. so, But she was like, "I'm so relieved you asked." I'm. You know, I wasn't sure either. So we were always trying to find that balance between being like emotional and earnest and yeah. grounded and mm-hmm. real, mm-hmm. and then also like you know, like veering into satire and like yeah, how right. far we would we would go with it. Um, and it was on set every day. It was that it was that that tricky balance. So anyway, so motherfucker. So this happened. At, so when Paul said that yes, he's you know making a comedy slash uh, a thriller. Yeah. Um. He was like, you know. my husband was working with uh, Sam Jackson at the time. Mm -hmm. And my husband wrote this line that I I was just dying on set one day. He was like, you have single-handedly ruined the word motherfucker. (laughs) It was like this, this line that he improvised in the movie. And I thought about it and I was like, oh my god like you know when you see somebody do a an impersonation on SNL and they do mm. the thing or you yeah. hear like Dave Sedaris do Billie Holiday and you're like yeah. ah, oh there it <laughs> is and, like, yeah you
2: can never unhear it
3: yeah so when that was that moment that I had when he said that about Sam Jackson and I was like Sam Jackson single-handedly proves that you don't need any other words in the English language yeah in the full sentence of just,
1: just fun it says like, everything yeah, but, and nothing yeah, all it, at
3: once but he also like has many different inflections. Like it oh, can yeah. be like an emotional motherfucker. It can be like motherfucker. It can be like a celebratory motherfucker. Yeah, like you can. Really, it can be like, adjective, cover... verb, noun. It can be all. Can totally. Yeah. It can be. covering the and cover entire spectrum of the, spectrum of the yeah. like the human emotions. But I eat every motherfucking
1: thing, motherfucker. Motherfucker, I'll chew his ass up, motherfucker. Motherfucking motherfucker, you're a smart motherfucker. English motherfucker, 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 motherfucker. 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 We're not gonna.
3: Yeah. So anyway, so this was like in my head, it's, just, you know, anything you, you experience is sort of like infused by what's surrounding you. So when I read mother, uh, brother, Oh, sh- oh you fucked your brother. You're a brother fucker. I was like, brother fucker. Like, and then I was just like, <laughs> a Sam Jackson was in my head saying brother fucker <laughs> in every different intonation. And then, so I remember when I met with Paul, we, he likes to do rehearsals ahead of time and we right. couldn't do them together. Me and Anna. Um, and, um, Anna and I, me, not me and Anna. Anyway, yes, yeah, me and Anna. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, people want um, to make
1: it fancier and it's not correct. I know, they funny.
3: do. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. Anyway, um, but anyway, so we we couldn't do it together. So Paul came and we were sitting in a conference room at this hotel. It was so weird. <laughs> and I'm so shy. I am so super shy. And he's got a camera too. And oh. so we were, he's like, let's just go through the script. And I was like, this is the worst thing because you already have the job, but then you're like, this is worse because like, what if I un... <laughs> get the job yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what if i have my a yeah i have my a i don't want to
1: see it become a lower grade, yeah, so exactly like
3: eyes. we are i don't want to be demoted yeah and um by my own merit and um <laughs> so we, we ended up just sort of like i would be i would talk through the scenes with him because i wanted to do these really bold things but i wasn't sure how much he would let my character go into the comedy category because right. in the script she wasn't right. she wasn't comedic at all she was just yeah. like very much straight um so um so when i pitched the brother fucker thing i was so nervous um and i had brother fucker, like written on the side of my script probably <laughs> 42 times i was like i wrote it like in the way that you would like um, say it, so I like yeah it went uh, up here. It was like are, a roller yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, like some some were caps and some were lowercase. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, let me just try. Like, can I just like? And I did the bit for him, and I was so nervous because it's either like someone thinks it's funny or they're yeah. just sitting there like. It's
1: Pass. showing them the YouTube video <laughs> you really think is funny, and you're like, do you like, like it? Like,
3: do you like it? Yes, <laughs> <funny>. terrifying. <Exactly. laughs> and then also when you're nervous, it's like harder to perform it. You yeah. know, and I'm very yeah, shy yeah. At, Where I'm like, if you don't like it, it's fine, it's fine Like, I want to <laughs> say that before it even happens Like, I'm actually so much more Stephanie than than Emily, so mm-hmm. as very outside of my comfort zone um, And he was, like, so Into it, and I was so happy About it, and then I had to do, like, round two Of, like, now being with Anna Anna yeah, doesn't right? know this is coming <laughs> And I was just like, oh my <laughs> god, I'm so Scared, she's gonna think I'm crazy But I'm <laughs> in character, so it's Fine, and, like, I'm Trying to be confident right now, but I'm terrified. And like, it was the most fun scene to shoot because like, she just like so went for it. She so went with it, and like, did she finally gets up and I like smack her ass because I was like, I, the reason I smacked her ass is because I was like so proud that like it went <laughs> well hours. and it, like she didn't just be like cut. What is happening? Like, we get a different actress in here. Oh, fucker, I like you. You know? Um but um well, and, so I was, and, and, I and really... um
1: Paul said he cross shot it, so it allowed you guys to just get all the coverage in one exchange. It wasn't Probably like he was he was terrified
3: too that Anna would be like, <laughs> Where is Brie Larson? <laughs> 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 Who hired this girl? Did you call her? Do you have her on standby like I asked you yeah. to do? Yeah, I think it's like let's cross
2: shoot it because if Anna walks, like this is all we got. <laughs> but it, is like, it was it was, it it was such... fun it is such an important film important scene in the movie it feels like it is the moment when these women really see each other Mm -hmm. or when when Emily like first sees like into Stephanie and sees like oh she's a freak (laughs) I can get down with this like maybe there's an actual bond here because we both have weird stuff behind us yeah
3: (laughs) but it's also interesting because it's like such a fun scene but like Mm -hmm. it's full of such emotion like Anna in the scene like I was crying while you know and especially when they can cross shoot there's like it's nicer when she, like she's giving such a beautiful performance where then it doesn't have to come around on my side and she either has to like try to get there again or right. i have to try to like recreate i mean, like oh she's just like it was so beautiful so it's like it shows you the the root of who these people are like it yeah. like mm-hmm. you so empathize with them you're so on board with them and then like it ends with like this explosive um like, weird, uh, hilarious connection, and I just, like, it was a really, it was a really special scene. I don't know your secret, tell me. Well, i like, you're doing great, work
1: in that scene like because like it's such it's such a it's such a wonderful distillation of the mm. amount of things that that movie is trying to accomplish in one exchange because like you said there's the incredible pathos coming from Anna which from what we understand she added to the backstory of how like her relationship oh, yeah. with her father to add right. more emotional meat to that you'd obviously done a lot of work on like what the comedy side of this is gonna be knowing that it's gonna be a thriller as well and we go from like the like you know okay laissez fair like come on come on dark side like tell me your secret <laughs> and you've got like your Emily on you've got your swagger on but then as it goes like like it's unlocking your character further and further to the point mm-hmm. where you're fully disarmed in the middle of Stephanie. And that's not something we mm-hmm. see Emily be mm-hmm. much. And then you're also, like, moved to the point of tears. But then you have to swing back around and become Emily again and smack Anna on the ass and tell her to go make you dinner. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there is a whole, like, we're getting a whole movie's character profile within this one exchange around an mm-hmm. utterly preposterous
3: story about <laughs> brother fucking. About brother fucking. About brother fucking. The end? Yeah. You just kissed. Yeah, we kissed. You just kissed your your your, your brother. Yeah, it's so. Once. Like, it's, like, it's so lurid. It's my half brother. It's not my brother, but it's. It's well, your half brother, though. It's okay. my. It's but. Yeah, there's more. No, mm-hmm. no, there's no more. No, no. Yeah, there is. Mm. So. You fucked him. And all the while, preposterous? I mean, we've all seen Game of Thrones. I'm just it's, saying. That's like 2020, very, you know. It's 2020. It's 2020. Nothing point. is preposterous. Yeah,
1: and all really the true. while, Samuel L. Jackson is the quiet MVP inner monologue inside your head, which is
0: a yes.
3: great... Like, Sam Jackson is the reason that you guys are doing this podcast. I just want you guys
0: to be yes. aware of that. Like, just sit with <laughs> um, that for a moment. I'm going to have to sit with that for a long time. <laughs> <guess. Yeah.
2: laughs> that, that makes sense. That, that clicks together. Really trust uh, to me. We were told by Paul that part of your preparation for this movie was you came to him with a notebook full of insults to use Mm. against henry golding's character
0: (laughs) we're thrilled by this information
2: yeah well we love that fun fact do you remember any of those i would just love love to know you know they they actually had a blooper reel where
3: everybody's like charmingly you know oop uh their tea, or like oh like you know getting a little bit of whipped cream on their mouth or like you know, stepping on each other's lines or forgetting it and then me it was just like the most aggressive language you've ever heard and it was just like you know take after take after take of like these just like horrifying insults and i was like you guys I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to kill anyone's fun, but, like, my (laughs) mom will just, like, roll over in her grave, and she's not even dead, like, she will just, like, (laughs) take herself to her grave, and 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 roll over (laughs) in it, it, and and spin her around, call me, Um, but, um, yeah, yeah, so I would just kind of, like, yeah, I'd write them on the back of my scripts, because... I, I think that Man, really the literature of your scripts
1: in. with its notes, my God. Between- <laughs> I know you
3: guys should really have this. Cause I would like hand would write it. You, know? you probably like, should. Just, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can, I
3: feel like it was, uh,
2: you can no, feel free like to bike messenger, messenger that over. Like, <laughs> like, Look at the museum going.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. remember giving it to Paul and being like, do you want to photocopy this? Cause like, I don't want to say anything. I'm too like, my husband is very bold that way where he loves sure. to like, um, you know, he, he, he he pre-writes and 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 so if he's improv improvising something whether it's an improv or something pre-written like the surprise of everybody reacting to it is like mm. where the magic comes yeah. I am way too shy for that I have mm. to like say ahead of time to call him, are you okay if I don't want to call <laughs> this? I'm gonna freak anyone out <laughs> um and so like I'm always so nervous and it's also I'm I'm you know a very shy person in real life and and I so stepping into Emily was really fun for me because I got to sort of like live out this alternate version of myself but so the insults is like my favorite one is when uh and it's actually the one he used in the movie where i called oh. that fucking yeast infection oh okay. yes okay. that was my favorite too but i think about that it, all the time it's so specific yeah. but and you could harrowing. see how i delivered it though i was like is this yeast infection because i was nervous and like <laughs> if i would have had i wish i could like go back and re-deliver that line and own it but like as i said it it was like because i would also see the crew be like uh, like <laughs> certain things that i would say and then paul one of the things that we did was um i would say to him okay on this because i like alliteration with insults mm-hmm. like okay. um yeah it's yeah. very important you know it, it is good i'm not gonna i don't know how how ratings are on podcasts but you know there's <laughs> so anything, anything
0: know. Goes. we've broken it um, if <laughs>
3: I need to find or oh, I think Paul might have that list. Yeah, he told you guys he has the list. I think that's how I found out. But um, Yeah, I think he was but, like I'm
1: not going to throw Blake under the bus. Like I I won't uh, I won't unmask her secrets for her cuz he definitely yeah. was like ah, Yeah, that happened.
3: <laughs> we would but like he's so proper which you wouldn't know by seeing his movie. Mm-hmm, so he, right. I'd be like so on this one should should I do the um the take word and he goes okay so instead of like instead of the s word on this try the one with the t oh. word and then the next one we'll do the c word and then we'll do the b and i was like okay s S, s okay okay yeah okay, okay, we'll go, just got got translate like, that so, like, I <laughs> you to, like decode it yeah but not because yeah. he was like protecting the other actor because he just like couldn't say right
2: you know. oh and so he made spy. He <laughs> called something. He called something an abortion of a dress. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know <laughs> so
3: you would think that it would be very, but like, but so it actually like it it compounded to my own nervousness to like you know, be, um, be so randy, um, so, like, we were both, like, you know, in our suits trying to be proper and, <laughs> your magic uh, <laughs> our swear words. Um, well, I, that, like,
1: w- with you, you know, talk, like, talking about your, your sort of innate shyness, and then Paul having told us about, like, having this dinner with you and being so taken aback by sort of, like, your willingness to go dark with this character and the clarity that you sounded like you really had around it, and from what you were, you know, you're telling us about the early script, Emily was different than the tone that ended up being materialized in the movie. So what I was wondering, when did you know who Emily needed to be? When were you aware, like, is this person who exists so in contrast to you, where you were like, no, this is essentially Emily. And I think that extends to the costume story that it sounds like yeah, you brought a lot of input to, of being like, no, this is how she re- will be realized. It won't be these bandits' dresses. I have a very, like, I know I have a sense of purpose about this person. And, and where, where did that, when did that start emerging for you?
3: Well, it was... It was instant for me in that like it was Paul. Like Paul was everything to me in that... um, Same. Relatable. But like I read the script knowing Paul was gonna direct it. I mm-hmm. met Paul, I knew nothing about the suits when I met him. So right. he shows up like with a walking stick and like this mm-hmm. purple suit with like a matching, per- uh, um, a pocket square with a matching um, silk like florette that's like custom made. I mean, I've never seen somebody, a human dress like this in my, it was just <laughs> incredible. Um, and I'm always overdressed. Like when I, well, I'm, I wear a onesie most of the time. Um, <laughs> makes make really great onesies, if you guys are wondering, because <laughs> like they kind of pass as acceptable, but they're just a onesie. Um, but um, but when I have to dress up, and I felt grossly underdressed around him, but it was just like knowing that this man is telling mm-hmm. this story, I was like, how would, and knowing his work and appreciating mm-hmm. his work, I was like, how how can we take how can we infuse that into this character into the story into this person so it he's very generous where he's like what do you want to do like how Mm -hmm. do you want to dress where do you want to where do you want to take this like he is a guy i think like one of his greatest this is a very strange um thing to say but like one of his greatest Mm -hmm. um traits is that he like he hires very well like every department he hires Mm -hmm. very well especially emily like he's amazing at casting emily Mm -hmm. um you know, particularly, he particularly accepts. <laughs> yeah, he, no, he he's particularly really a- great at casting. He, he, he won that one. Um, yeah. Just saying. Uh, no, no, <laughs> really great. really well, and he has great taste, and he empowers, so, like, he is the leader, he is the voice at the center, but he also mm-hmm. empowers everybody around him to contribute. And that is what everyone has
1: said to us about him that we have talked to. That's oh, no. And that is what
3: we <laughs> But everybody can bring value rather than like, no, 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 you're just serving my vision. This yeah. is what it's going to be. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. hear it. Just do this. He, like, he lets Everybody come to the table with ideas mm-hmm. and he has great taste. Like I think that is his most beautiful talent, is he mm-hmm. has impeccable taste. Mm-hmm. And you see that in his clothes. And you see that where, like, if people bring him an idea, he's not just saying yet, yeah. like he has great taste. So he will say yes to a good idea. And you also yeah. trust that he's only saying yes to good ideas. So it gives you confidence to, mm-hmm. to right. go there. So anyway, you know, he wasn't like this is what it needs to be, but um, you know, he really gave me the homework where I'm also used to like in my career being like hey just show up and like you know say the lines and like please don't bring ideas to the table which is like horrifying for me it's like every bad experience I've had it's because they want me just to like show right. up and be a puppet. And I'm like, right. like, come on. Like the, I have so much more to contribute than just well, like, you're a veteran, you've been doing this like, like, like
1: at least half your life now. Like, you, yeah. You, you and it's this also works.
3: half my life. That's so true. That's crazy. <laughs> but it's also like, you know, half the time I'm saying words written by men, directed by men, produced mm-hmm. by men. And like, I have an experience that I may be able to bring to the table, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. or insight. So anyway, um, you know, it was, so when I met with him, I was like, I really felt like he was going to let me take some swings. And then we had a secondary meeting, like a, lunch or dinner and he looked just as fabulous and he was like he was asking me what I thought about the character's look and I love that he was asking me that because normally like I think I'm a costume designer like I I like to moonlight as costume designer right yeah you make a meal out of can every year (laughs) oh my god I love it it's so much fun so I was just like I don't know if he's gonna I, I don't know what that's gonna be with this because he has such great style so when he said you know what are your ideas and I actually like I saw that he was going to invite me into that conversation very, very early on. Like, we didn't even know who was distributing the movie at this point or who was making it or if it was being made. Right. Um, I was like, you know, I I got to really think about it. And I thought, you know, if somebody was doing such bold things and Mm -hmm. was such a criminal but needed to disappear. Yeah. How could she disappear, Mm -hmm. especially in the era of social media and Facebook and, you know um you know i say especially facebook because like with crime and mommies and what's going on like <laughs> yeah. i just feel like
0: yeah it's a facebook thing yeah, <laughs> yeah someone would find her <laughs> very much um, so
3: yeah and i was like the way she could disappear is if she hid in plain sight mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. i was thinking of like i was like look at carl lagerfeld look at anna wintour mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. they walked outside walked down the street wearing Kirkland signature you would yeah. never recognize them like if right, carl yeah. didn't have his thing on and his fingerless gloves and he was wearing like a baseball cap and yeah. and you know dad sweatpants you, you you wouldn't look twice and yep. i was like it's actually so smart because they've become like a caricature of themselves right and mm-hmm. this like iconography that they've created allows them to if they want to yeah be anonymous just disappear yeah. yeah and i was like i wonder if they ever do walk around the streets anonymously like it just sure, like got yeah. me into yeah. this, this so i was like if she creates this very bold look yeah if it looks completely different than what she looked like growing up right it's like a way to really, and every time that's why when it cuts back to her, when she's, you know, being painted by Linda Carnelli, like it's yes. the, the idea that like, even then it was bold. Like it was yeah. red hair, mm-hmm. red mm-hmm. eyeshadow, red lips, red boots, red shirt, like every, like she goes all or nothing. And I was also really inspired by Angelina Jolie and that like, when she's like, when she's saving the world, she's like, in robes, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, you know, wearing her husband's blood around her neck. She's she's like, you know, America's like, you know, most iconic movie star wife ever, like, you know, and- and We actually, we just
1: recorded another episode of this in which we invoke Angelina Jolie as a parallel for- Oh, um, really?
0: Yeah. yeah. But that yeah, like I so like when she you does something
3: it. she's like, you know, she's there. So I was thinking I came up with all these ideas and like one was like Tilda Swinton was a was a Ooh. sort of um this is where it comes back to like Paula having good taste. I was like sure. maybe it's like a Tilda Swinton moment where it's like bleached eyebrows and like <laughs> you know like all white or monochrome <laughs> and like you know, the, it's whatever it is, it has to be super distinct. But I was like, that doesn't totally feel right. Like that's yeah. weird in mm. Connecticut. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, it's like very crazy. Um, and then I was like, why? I just, it's like someone who like, you know, is almost like a caricature of themselves. Like they're just, it's just mm-hmm. iconically them. Like, like, yeah. like Paul, like how his, and I was like,
0: like Paul. Like
3: Paul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Paul. yeah. And then I, I remember having that conversation with him being like, Paul, I don't know if this is weird, but like, can I, uh dressed like you and he was like oh that's so sweet that's an honor and I was like no no, no but like
1: literally exactly
3: like, like you like where literally. do you get your suits made like <laughs> yeah. I want to dress exactly like you and then I remember it being a bit of a thing with the studio because they were like oh okay cool and like and Renee immediately was on board she was like yeah. yes 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 because like oh Renee God. is like uh, my favorite costume designer I've ever worked with. Like she was just like yes, and. She was, like, she was just <laughs> yeah. on it. Um, but well, and she was like-
1: a collaborator. Like yeah. that clearly was where you guys were feeding off each other in oh, your we like so value for, for each what other. each of you was bringing.
3: To- <laughs> oh my god, we were like we had the scene that didn't end with the movie. Thank God. Where like she was sourcing me like nipple tape and like latex shirts with like I mean just the crazy the craziest you know
0: we've ever heard seen. a rumor about that yeah, latex is neoprene is...
3: Is... <laughs> Some sort of
1: or neoprene plastic translucent and take up were all involved <laughs> creating an we're impossible re- <laughs> amalgamation of something we can't I don't it is those the fabrics most can go insane together
3: insane thing you've ever seen i would literally if we weren't on zoom i will show you guys personally a photo of this it
0: is insanity. Oh God, we insanity. Can have our, is our insanity. emails. We'll we are, um, <laughs> we, are pre- we are prepared and yet not. i just can't figure out how those fabrics go together it's truly they don't they don't no I had her
3: at sex <laughs> shops and at one point oh gosh I don't feel like I should tell you guys this but at one point I was that like I'd I like Emily to be in this weird kooky moment and like I think that um oh gosh oh I'm gonna regret this um but I was like <laughs> you know it's like it's like he's even serving her fantasy like that's what sure I right. loved about, no, yes. about Henry's character is yeah. that like he oh, that was there right. as like the side piece for both of these girls and it yes. was just like he wasn't important Fucked up my insurance plan. Though the authorities won't back down on that. You can have Sean. He's a piece of shit. I don't even want him I don't want Sean. Yeah. And <laughs> it it wasn't about him, you know? And like yes. so I love that he was sort of like their 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 plaything, mm-hmm. like women normally are. Yeah. Um and um and so it was like maybe like he's wearing like Pearls or something, and I'm wearing this. And I was like, oh, maybe we can give him a necklace, like instead of pearls, it's made of anal beads. And like, but it's just like, like if you know, you know. (laughs) know, know, Yeah, that's a good, like. (laughs) And like, she was like, I think we need to get, we need to ask him for his permission for that. Oh, oh yeah, you're right, we do. And I was like, that's a tough conversation. Yeah okay yeah like, if you want to hold a that you know, i would tell him it was your it idea and i was that. like yeah no let's not this is a second job like i don't want to be like oh yeah <laughs> second movie <laughs> yeah so um so anyway we nixed that but the outfit's pretty amazing but um but, the, but back to the studio so they were like the problem with suits is that like we need her to be sexy, like in the script, she's wearing like these sh- mini dresses and heels. And like I have everybody- a word for the
2: studio on that one, <laughs> getting in their own way. Yeah, I- <laughs> yeah,
3: well, see, I go back to like the era where I was like, Listen, like Jane Austen, like they talk about how like the a peak of a wrist would, yeah. like, oh, you know, and an like gold, it, right? It's like what you don't see, and then when you reveal a little bit, it's like, Oh, and they were like, Okay, cool, but like. No. <laughs> but no. And I was like, okay, shit, Jane Austen didn't work. Um, yeah. uh, Chippendales? And they were like, yeah. yes. Um, because I was like, I will, I can make it sexy. Like, how can we, you know, I, I, I saw, I think that fashion tells a story yeah. and costumes yes. tell a story. And like, I'm not, I don't feel like I am a good enough actor to like be like Meryl Streep and show up on set and be like, put me in anything, put me in any environment, any outfit, any hair and makeup, and I will become like I just I want can't you do to know that. that
1: saying I know Meryl Streep is not a criticism of fucking anyone because <laughs> well, honestly, but I'm just saying like there are people I know Jesus, but I'm yes. pretty
3: all right. Yeah. <laughs> No, but, like, you know, there's plenty of other people I could name and say that, but, like, you know, she is sort of, like, the, the yeah. measure with yeah. which yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. shames like, themselves She's too. the high bar. Um, <laughs> exactly. But, like, it's, but there are different type of actors, and I think mm-hmm. that, like, in the beginning of my career, I really felt like an imposter because of that, because I was, mm-hmm. like, I rely on my wardrobe, I rely on my hair and makeup, I rely on the ability to put some of these things into my own words. Yeah. I rely on all of that stuff in order to become that character and be a storyteller. Yeah. So I felt like I was cheating mm. because there are some people who just like do whatever you want to me, I'll show up and I become. I'll and just like be that, yeah. That's not I don't know how to do that. And like <laughs> But it is a different talent because also mm-hmm. I see some people who do that who don't know how to tell a story in the other fast memory. I'm sure Meryl Streep does so like Right yeah no, Caveat <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying Meryl if Meryl. you're listening Yeah Yeah. yeah. Meryl, Meryl we know you. you're listening Yeah Meryl um, get yeah. out there no shame <laughs> She follows my career all the time <laughs> <laughs> Meryl,
1: get off. Um,
3: But anyway um, But I but so I am an actor that I really do need all of those pieces to come together so that mm-hmm. I can disappear into that character Yeah Um I can't even remember where I was going with, it. oh, comedy. So I feel, I felt like um, I'm more comfortable in fashion than I am in acting. Okay. Mm. So for me, I knew that like, if I could, if I could imbue my fashion choices, my char- my character's mm. costume choices with comedy, Yeah. Um. Then I could then I would be, then I could really tell the story. So when they were like, it needs to be sexier, I was like, great. So this scene, they were like, especially the scene where she comes over to the house because we want it to be like a little, like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, we want it to be, you know, we want people to to be a little, it's going to be a little titillating. Titillating.
0: Um, (laughs) And there it is. (laughs) Yep. There
3: you go. Um, but I, um, so they were like that one, especially we need her to be, they wanted me to be wearing uh, suits without shirts and like necklaces. And I was right. like, that's been done so much. Like oh, it's gotta be a three piece suit. It's gotta be buttoned all the way up. It's gotta mm-hmm. have a bow tie. It's gotta mm-hmm. have cufflinks. Mm-hmm. Like not, I need a walking stick. Like we're not messing around with these, like, oh, I'm wearing a blazer with no shirt. Like it's yeah. so impractical. I don't know why people wear blazers <laughs> from those shirts like That's cut to you guys pulling seven photos really of more. me wearing. It. <laughs> yeah it just doesn't make sense so i just thought it was sexier and cooler and there's this great photos of like jean harlow you know where she's yeah. in these yeah. like you know that yep. was one of the the things that i pulled but um which is why i'm wearing the tuxedo in the park because it was like yes. we couldn't find a place to put a tuxedo so it's like oh yeah I'm like, yeah, in, in a park the most like yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. incongruous place <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sense. amazing um but so they were like
3: that one. We you can wear the three piece suits, but that one you have to you have to be in a sexy like no shirt. And I was like, I'll get to the no shirt. I'm gonna wear a <laughs> okay. Breakaway. A breakaway shirt. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to wear Chippendale call like cufflinks. Yes. Yeah. And they were like, do they make them? I was like, I don't know. They make them for male strippers. Like we can find them. <laughs> right. We, find- we can find them. We can make them. Yeah. And like Renee would get so excited about this stuff. And like, I didn't know it was called a Dickie. I just knew it was like a fake shirt that you can yeah, pull off. Yeah. 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 She was like a dicky, And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so excited to learn new terms. <laughs> um, so and like we didn't even prepare Anna for this, so I'm wearing my suit. I love how much you didn't tell like, Anna oh about. <laughs> well, because like it gives her like if I was yeah like, no I love it opposite the back, I, I would truly love be it. Like, oh dear, you want to have that reaction? Yeah. You want to get it? But yeah. I was terrified as the actor in there, you know, with it. But um, but it's like it that was the the dialogue was very literal and earnest there where I'm talking about like my house is a shithole, I don't really want to live here, and like, you know, yeah. it's just like a lot of sort of like character setup and exposition, but yeah. yet it's like it has that sparkle because of like what's happening that is, right. you know, it's that Buster Keaton thing, like when something like, it's playing in a frame that is like um, it, it, you're watching it unfold in real uh-huh. time, um, and it's like, it, it it counters the emotion of the scene, and, and it gives it comedy and smash the oopsie jar. That yeah, might change your life. Yeah. Well, sorry. Don't say you're sorry. You don't need to do that. You don't need to apologize. It's a fucked up female habit. You don't need to be sorry for anything ever. That's that's
0: true. That's great advice. Thank you.
3: What's gonna happen? Like is she gonna keep taking off her clothes? Like she to get <laughs> yeah. down to the <laughs> yeah. you know. Um so anyway, so yeah, the, that was our that was our counterbalance to the sexy. And then the end of the movie, um, I was just supposed to be wearing like a normal outfit, and then I was like, "What if I dress like her? Like, like kind of like yeah. mocking her, like yes. sort of Stepford housewife vibe." Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then we realized that it like she never dressed like that, so then she needed to be in like a version of it. So she's mm-hmm. wearing a right, version right. of it with her petticoat. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I just like I just like loved it like everything she did. She was just like so big and mocking people with her. Like <laughs> uh, I just like loved it. And then the the uh, our stunt woman who practice getting hit by a car and she was able mm. to fly at 15 feet in there roll and land on concrete oh, wow. Wow. was like i mean this <laughs> stuff she was doing was insane and she was like we can do all that but you we unfortunately need to change her shoes because she can't run in and five and a half inch spike heels and right like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not changing the shoes hold on a we're second. not changing the shoes and they were like but it's downstairs and it's outside and it's under the gravel and i was like you guys watch. I said what I, I said. Was, like running as fast as I could, I was like, I'm fully gonna like break my leg, <laughs> you know, tear my ACL. But like, I was really like proving a point, and I was very proud that like my like, stunt was like running in like so Strauss Pigals. That's and- one of my favorite
2: moments of the movie. Is right after that when she's like,
1: I'm getting worried about your knees right
2: now. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. gave us my knees, perfect. and we're yeah, <laughs> very grateful for that. So good. Yeah,
3: it's and and our and our DP. I kept being like, Can you um. Make sure to get make sure to get the shoes here and he's like are you doing a shoe commercial i was like yes, yes. 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 i was like it's i need a shot of the boot need red the red bottoms <laughs> yeah exactly to. and you paul's to like it. so like he loves like fashion porn so he was like yes yes <laughs> yes but he was like we already got a shot of your shoes like coming down the crystals i was like okay good i just want to make sure like they were ahead of it but i was just yeah. like wanting
2: to make sure that we because like that makes it fun you know
3: It's mm-hmm. like yeah
1: And there are so
2: many moments in the movie where, sorry, go ahead, Jordan. No, no, no,
1: continue, Alana.
2: Uh, there are so many moments in, in the movie where it plays where obviously there are moments where it comes to be the forefront of the scene like when you're taking off the stuff in the graveyard scene which we talk about extensively uh, to <laughs> say about that. but also in the in the scene where she where Stephanie is wearing the, the housewife dress and mm-hmm. and your character is dressed kind of in the, even the most masculine of the suits that mm-hmm. we see you mm-hmm. in and it's it's the kiss scene and it's like kind of this mm-hmm. emotional like bond between them that crosses a kind of threshold like there are just so many Mm -hmm. different ways that it plays subtly in the background even or comes to the forefront Mm -hmm. so like one thing that we we do talk a lot it's a kind kind of cornerstone of the podcast is this Stephanie and Emily relationship and so we wanted to ask mm-hmm. you about that too of about your take on it because there's obviously the rivals angle and then there's the mm-hmm. friendship angle which we love and spend a lot of time talking about um but we also talk about you know the queer overtones tones between these mm-hmm. two women especially given that Emily is textually kissing and having relationships with women mm-hmm. and we wanted to ask your take on the dynamic between these two since it is mm-hmm. kind of the bedrock of the film.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think you know what's what was so special about this script and this story, and like we've talked a lot about how the script was very earnest. Um, but like, what was special about that is like it gave us this like strong foundation of like who these two women were, mm-hmm. and like the connection that they find, and like they could not be more different than one another. Mm-hmm. Yet they are the same in so many ways. Um, and that's, um, they're not the same in so many ways because they have this shared life experience. They're the same in so many ways because they're a woman navigating this world. Mm -hmm. And like, we love to sort of like play with the moments where they would connect as well as the moments where they were, you know, on opposite ends of the spectrum or moments that they looked so different. But were connecting or looked more like each other, but mm-hmm. but weren't, um, and that's why like that scene with the kiss, like we intentionally made that a, the most masculine outfit of all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wearing like flats for the one of the mm-hmm. few scenes in the movie, right, like these right. great like men's oxfords, and she's wearing this like fluffy pink petticoat. But it's like where if you just look at the picture, you see women that are, look so different. But if you just listen, mm-hmm. you would hear two people who you would think are quite similar. So it's mm-hmm. just like playing with yeah. what you see versus what's actually there, um, was something that was really, uh, was r- I think the most beautiful part of this movie, because you can have fashion, you can have comedy, you can have mm-hmm. all of that, mm-hmm. but if you don't have the emotional um, like root of it at the center, then, then there's no movie. Like it, it has to right. be emotionally grounded. And I think that like there are people who um, ignite a fire in you. I loved you. Loved you too. Mm-hmm. And like that can be a fire, it's passion. And whether it's because like you cannot stand the person mm-hmm. or whether you're deeply in love with them, or sometimes both at the same time, yeah. There are people that for some reason like there's there's something that has to do with chemistry, (laughs) Jane Austen can probably explain it, (laughs) my favorite scientist friend, Um, but, like, there is something there that, 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 um, where other humans can light a fire in, in each other, and it can be romantic, it can be friends, it can be political, it can be whatever it is, and I, and, and I think that these are just two women that, like, whatever their chemistry was, they, like, ignited this fire, and that's why there's always this, like, beauty of the back and forth but like but if you do go back to to the original story the man was at the center of that like yeah right, he was right, yeah. he was a very important um player in that and they were very much fighting over this man and like the moment paul hired anna and i would like to say the moment he hired me mm-hmm. it was like no, no no this is not going to be about a boy this yeah, is going to yeah. be about two women mm-hmm. and like Anna and I were, along with Paul's support and everyone, Jessica, like Jessica Scharzer, everybody was like, yes, like, Mm -hmm. this is the story we want to tell. So everybody went into it, like, you know, with that, um, with that understanding. And it was just like, to the point where like, they changed the ending, like in the end of the movie, there was like a whole choreographed dance number (laughs) and they get engaged. And like, the payoff is that like, and like, when we're talking in the graveyard scene, we actually rewrote that on the day because we were fighting over him and we were like,
0: what? No. Right.
3: Right. We're like, um, I don't even and Anna's like she was like, I don't want him, you can have him I'm like, I yeah. do want him. I don't want him. Don't <laughs> him. Whatever. But the, that whole scene was actually about like who gets him. Oh, wow. And like we were oh. able to like reshape that on the day as to like this is not this is not the
2: goal. <laughs> That's not <laughs> no. the <And>, goal. Right.
3: <laughs> and it was neat to see that. It was really neat to see that evolve. But it, but our connection was so strong. And like mm-hmm. Anna and I have I, I think we have really great chemistry Mm -hmm. um and we would like challenge each other and we were able to be fun together we'd able to like be like like, the only like tension ever came from me being like deeply intimidated but trying to (laughs) act like I wasn't and I was like what's gonna happen here and she's probably like why is she being so silent I'm like (laughs) "Words are not exiting my mouth right now
0: um
3: (laughs) but um but yeah I think that all of that like led to it and Anna and I also spent a lot of time like for that last scene the like you know sort of the, the the dynasty scene where we're where we talk about who double crossed who and why yeah yeah right we were both sitting in a trailer and it's kind of silent we're sitting there and I'm like, i don't remember who said it first but one of us was like does this um story totally track to you and another one's like no no i was really nervous like i'm not sure it totally tracks either because there were so many like there were so many um, reveals that yeah. we were like, mm-hmm. we actually had to write it out on a diagram
2: to see <laughs> yes. if
3: this actually made, like the riddle of it made sense. And then we yeah. realized that there was a hole. And then, so we went to Paul and we were like, Paul, I think that there's a hole in this riddle. And the thing that Anna solved, which was amazing, was she was like, if she if she sweeped the whole house but she didn't find the two cameras in the potted plants. Like yeah. this house, mm-hmm. once, once you like set design right, and then right, pick your location, yeah. this house is too sparse not to notice. But you did confess, Emily. Oh, yeah. Um. I did, but I cut these first, though. For our friendship bracelets, one for you. That is disappointing. You know, yeah. Right? yeah. Exactly. We've been shooting in it for days, so she was yeah. like, "No, Emily's too smart for that." She's like, "There's no way she wouldn't have noticed these two cameras." Like, we yeah. can't. And we were like, "But how do we go around it?" And she said, "Well, what if?" does anybody have an iPhone we can smash and take their camera and I'm wearing a cardigan we can put it on a button she's like we put on a black button on the cardigan it can be like a mommy cam on my person so that like the only way that Emily would have let that happen is if there was no camera in the house and we were like yes and then you can catch it like right there directly on camera because it's like a potted plant like on the coffee table yeah you know and it would undermine Emily's whole you know brilliance yeah power and ability and brilliance mm-hmm. and so um so it's just like all those little things we're live streaming did you not know that what the fuck are you talking about oh that's so rude i'm sorry uh wave hi to the moms this little gadget Ooh. yeah they make nanny cams so small these days brother fucker. and um and you know it was nice to be able to to do that kind of stuff with with Paul and with Anna and really like let it grow and let it evolve and, and poor Henry like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, but it's like what I've been in every movie that's like you know involving men I'm sort of like this you know yeah. ragdoll that they all get to fight over and whoever wins me wins me we, um. That, um, I had
1: I wanted to piggyback on top of that sentiment and it combines too with what you were saying about like the idea of Lagerfeld and Wintour being like mm-hmm. in costume among us and you're aware, like, you're obviously very keenly observed awareness of, like, you've added a lot of sort of metatextual elements to, like, the formulation of Emily, which is why I was wondering, like, this is such a movie of subverting expectations. Like, what is a comedy? Mm -hmm. What is a thriller? What is a Paul Mm -hmm. Feig film? What is a Blake Lively aesthetic? What is an expectation? What does it mean to be a woman? woman?
3: (laughs) What does it mean to be a woman? (laughs) Or a mom.
1: Yeah, and and anyone who's been famous long enough eventually kind of gets a reality show edit version of who they are. Like, there's a headline Mm -hmm. version of Blake Lively that exists Mm -hmm. as a persona. And... I, whether or not it's intentional, Emily exists in fascinating conversation with mm-hmm. that reality show edit of Blake Lively. And so I was wondering if you, like, what do that- you mean?
3: What does that mean? <laughs>
1: Like it, oh, which no, part no, of the please. question because I don't I know. Have,
3: like you you said she exists in fascinating conversation with that. Okay, persona, so no, I have
1: a we. I have a I have an exact one to one for this, which is someone we've invoked mm-hmm. on the pod before, which is Allison Williams, who mm-hmm. I've had the chance to interview her a couple times, and I think it's it's clear from like the feature films she's done, she has expressed that she very literally considers her characters to be a sort of comment on and aware of the public expectation mm-hmm. of her oh, so she can play with audience expectations by sort of manipulating them with their awareness of her and what they want and then kind of giving them enough of that to like draw them further in and then sort of ripping the rug out from under them and that's not necessarily something she's going to do for her whole career but she talked about oh that's her-
3: so smart I should so lie and say I've done that <laughs> no and, there, <laughs> no, and exactly there's no
1: there's no right answer to this quote. like <laughs> we talked about how like it's 100% our job to do all this thinking and like obsess mm-hmm. about a role you did two years ago and never stop talking about it <laughs> But I wanted to know if, like, clearly with your awareness Of what people want from you Well, I don't want to wear the bandit dress, I want to wear the suit This mm-hmm. is what Lagerfeld and Wintour can do This is what, you know, bringing in Jane Austen And talking about all these illusions
2: a- Alana, you look like you want to, like <laughs> I have a, the tiny, a, t- a tiny, like uh, Example, yeah if we're Talking about the costumes, like, obviously That is something that you bring to the film yeah. You brought the mm-hmm. idea of, like, the suits To the film, so that comes from you But also you in in it we like renee was talking to us about how the studio did want you in like the the yeah. like short skirts and stuff like that but like mm-hmm. so it at once is it's from you but it also subverts what people expect mm-hmm. from yeah. the blake lively mm-hmm. headline of you yeah. so that's where this movie is, is kind of an interesting middle ground and I, yeah, I wanted I mean, to hear like,
1: from you about your sort of processing in that in that role that way because like and clearly, like you said, like what I've been in every movie where I'm a rag doll where a man tosses me around, like yeah. you 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 know that you know that that thing is there, and like you you went straight at it in this and you punched it right in the dick.
3: <laughs> you well, held a gun up to it. That's also like <laughs> that's working. That's uh, that's working with a filmmaker who gives you that um, yeah. not only that freedom but that invitation, and then yeah. also that accountability because yeah. like when we had our first meeting, like I got the sense that. I would be allowed to bring stuff to the table without a fight
0: yeah and then
3: um and then like him following up a few weeks later when the movie wasn't even being made yet he's like mm-hmm. okay so what are you what are you what are you gonna do what are you gonna wear what's the story oh. and like that is just such a gift because like mm-hmm. yeah you fight you fight you fight you fight and then you're like am i a problem just like am i being problematic by trying yeah. i mean i agreed to this job yet yeah. I'm not feeling good doing this job, but I also thought that I was valued beyond just this thing, even though that's all they hired me to do. So it's like, so you you want to suddenly like be respectful and sort of figure out how you're going to come into it and also like not get hurt again by like yeah. trying to contribute and being told like, please don't. Yeah. Um, so like it, it starts with him inviting my value to the table and not yeah. just saying like this is what you're gonna do and me being like okay well how about this like mm-hmm. him saying no 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 bring the character to the table don't mm-hmm. just bring mm-hmm. you know don't just bring a, a, a blonde girl who's gonna show up and wear what, what we want her to wear yeah um And, and so like, and the places that I have passions or the places that I have experience, or I feel like I have expertise is like, that's what I have to offer. Like, that's what I, I I know fashion. I love fashion. I think it's such a beautiful part of storytelling. Yeah. Um, I love playing with it. I think that it's just like, there's just so much character in fashion so to me like I and when I say fashion I'm talking about costume design not just Mm -hmm. like you know what you see yeah on the streets or red carpets but like what people choose to put themselves in and how they choose Mm -hmm. to present themselves each day informs so much so like to me that's a big part of the thing that I know I can bring to the table I also Mm -hmm. um I, I, I have a very dark sense of humor right. um, and like comedy is the thing with which I sort of like navigate everything from like mm. the happiest moments to the most painful moments. Mm. Like it is my, uh, my coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And I spent, six years on a TV show where um, there was no comedy, like, you, you know, were very much so, a straight man. You're very yeah. much a straight man of that. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, people think that you are this thing that they see right. 127 hours of, you know, and like, and I'm dressing like the person and I'm yeah. dating the person and I'm, you know, it's like they, I, I felt like even before social media, especially like people really identify me with that person. And so I would do interviews and if I would make a joke, they would print it like I was being literal. Oh and I remember God. Oh, like no. making a joke, like <laughs> somebody was asking me in an interview. I, I just had my baby. She was four months old, my first one. And they were like, we know you love artisanal things. Like, is there anything you do for your baby? And I said, Oh, well, she's only four months. She's breastfeeding. That's all she has. And I was like, but what are some artisanal tricks that you do to <laughs> give her more like, and I was like, really?
0: And I said, and it was in
3: a round table. So there was a bunch of journalists and oh, I was like, no. there's nothing. I mean, she's breastfeeding. Like, I don't know what to. And she kept asking, and you see these other journalists like throwing their like, headbacks. Like Jesus. She just, and I finally said, I wake up every morning and I rub truffles on my nipples. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> to
3: really give her the full, uh, yeah. mommy. uh changing Thank the meaning of mommy. Yeah. She God. call me, ooh mommy. Um, but anyway, <laughs> and they, everybody laughed and it was just like, it was kind of a like, fuck you, please move on. Like, yeah. please stop asking yeah. me this question. Yeah. And then it, like she prints it, oh and then god. other people like clickbait the headline of like couples no. like, on her nipples every morning, and I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" No. And like, mm. you know, I think of myself like I think I'm Jason Bateman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we would love like, to see you in a Jason Jace- you know, Jason Bateman. There's the on no, <laughs> my way. head, I am Jason
3: Bateman, even though I have like so much more enthusiasm. Than, like, <laughs> like, but in my head, I'm like super cool and like funny and quippy and dry, aloof and comedy. But, like when I'm Yeah, totally. Just like casual straight man, but like hilarious. (laughs) And so when I I was finding that like I would joke to people and especially in like interviews, they would print it like I wasn't joking. And I was just like, I just felt so misunderstood. And like social media helped that a bit where it was like people would start to see like there's a precedent. So like people laugh when Jason Bateman says something because they know that he's not being a dick. Yeah, you know, yeah, and so it's like it's about like setting that precedent. So social media helped to do that a bit, yeah. Um, and then um, and then this role is like when I really actually like got to do it in a character even more Mm -hmm. so, which is like, you know, I don't take myself seriously. Like, please stop like taking me so seriously. (laughs) It's like Uh this thing. Like, no. Like, it's just like I love to play, you know. And I love and I and I do have a dark sense of humor and and um. And anyway, I think that this this whole, this whole role sort of helped to, to, to show that. And I also think that, like, it extends beyond. So, like, when this movie was coming out, I, I, people weren't seeing movies. Oh, my neck was broke. People weren't seeing movies. And we uh-huh. were like, it's going to be a long shot to get people into the theaters to see a movie like this when, uh-huh. you know, people are only going to see, you know, movies made by Disney. Yeah. Um, and so... I got really involved in the marketing of it because I love your and involvement in the marketing, marketing of this was
1: some
0: MVP shit. Yeah, you and Jordan <laughs> have this in common. Jordan, <laughs> yeah. mar- Jordan has a hit, like a hit, really incredible knowledge of the marketing of this film. It's, <laughs> oh, it's, oh, so it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, you know,
3: Paul believed in this movie. And Tim I really P1. wondered
1: about your level of involvement with the marketing. So I'm
3: really glad. Oh my are. God. I was such a pain in their ass. I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> yes, I was such a nightmare because like, I love marketing. I just like, I just love it because it's to it's me interesting. It's, it's an extension of the storytelling. Like yeah. it's an opportunity to continue, especially these days when there's social media. Like you have you can you can either send it off to a different company who doesn't know anything about the movie, who's like yeah. editing sound bites and, and, and regurgitating, mm-hmm. you know, in, in snippets what the movie is, yeah. or you can like continue the life of these characters. And yeah, like yeah. it's so much more fulfilling as an audience. It's so much more fulfilling as somebody who's, you know, participating in it. So When I was waiting
1: for each new Instagram post, (laughs) I was I was refreshing. I was well. They (laughs) had that great
3: idea for me to delete my Instagram, and I was like, "This is amazing." That was a great
1: like. Yeah, 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 you were just full (laughs) Emily. And it was yeah. like
3: so psycho sexual desperate
2: housewives oh my God. Mm-hmm. On the grid. Yeah. The image of, of like you with the man with the thighs. <laughs>
3: like, yeah, okay, the so man. that one. You know where that came from? <laughs> we so would love I was to know. this. Okay, yeah. I'll tell you. Do you guys have to go? Do you have three minutes? No, we don't have We don't have to go. No, we're you on. You have time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think hold on. I think uh, they told me you only have one hour. But no, they, just, we uh, well they told us system. you only
1: had one hour, so I think that might have been creative oh, real? scheduling. I think that uh, might no, have been they creative said you guys have, give Blake the heart out. So they literally
3: <laughs> said to me, they have real jobs. Um so I was like, <laughs> what is that? Like my no, I literally, of them. Wow. I literally <laughs> don't and will
1: make this and they'll make <laughs> this work. So yeah. um uh oh, let me just tag on pause. I will, like, yes. you, like, you can trust that we'll start making lunch and stick around as long as
3: you, <laughs> I, you That sentence is going somewhere else because you're like, you can tell them we'll start making lunch. <laughs> was like, no, 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 no we'll just I'm have sandwiches, lunch, and sandwiches. Sandwiches. Um, yeah, good to commit. Um, okay, so I, I just asked if I could have a few more minutes. Okay, so anyway. Um, the marketing. Say, oh, marketing. So yeah, Tim Palin loved this movie. Okay, loved this movie, and was like, you know, he saw that it could be sort of like noir. Like he saw the what we kept referencing on set because we would feel like we're crying and then we're being absurd. Like what's happening? And Anna and I would be like, hey, whatever happened to Baby Jane? This yeah. is like, yes, it it's yeah. happened before. It's yes. okay. Yeah. Like yeah. it's happened before and like epically. So um, so we so when this movie came out, like he was looking at like these like Saul Bass style images and posters and like Mm -hmm. very like vertigo. And, um, and I was like, you know, they asked us to do a good housekeeping cover and they wanted (laughs) us to do a good housekeeping, but like, this is where like there's marketing and then there's like the PR and like nobody talks to each other. And I, and they were like, obviously it's going to be a pass. And I was like, no, like I want to do a good housekeeping cover, but like, yeah it should be like, it should be, I was inspired by um, Haunted Mansion. And I was like, you know how it looks like one thing, but it's not what you think. It's something entirely different. Like once you see the entire image. Yeah. Once it pulls out. Exactly. And I was like, so like, maybe I'm on a good housekeeping cover and I'm wearing all white and I'm just like covered in red. And it's just like, (laughs) and I've got a knife and I'm like splattered in red. And then like, when you fold it out, It's like it's actually like I'm having a Vitamix and I'm making gazpacho because like gazpacho is running thing in there, Um, (laughs) and like or you know Anna has like a toaster and then like you widen out and she's like standing over a bathtub (laughs) and like you know it's like there's these like like let's play with the let's it looks play like covered the, in cocaine but it's actually yes. flowers soda. <laughs> yeah um yeah and i was like and you 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 always want to like um you always want to like usurp people's expectations so it's like yeah if, if you set one up as benign and it's really sinister the next mm-hmm. one has to look sinister but it's actually yeah, that's benign. Be benign. so it's like <laughs> each one you're not like okay i know what's coming next you're like yeah. wait which one is this going to be and like it felt like the tone of the movie while we're not doing any of that stuff in the movie yeah. these people you, you don't what you see is not what you get. And like, mm-hmm. it may be totally clean and safe and simple, but it's actually really twisted. Or like, you know, that's also why I love that Paul shot this movie entirely at daytime. It's because he likes to go to dinner and be wrapped by 4.30. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Respect. Yes, Beautiful. That is an amazing but, part of his mythos. Um, <laughs> right? But it's also like, it's so much more, What you, what is happening in plain sight is so yeah. much more, mm-hmm. you know, sort of, um, uh, sinister and 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 interesting so um so that's where that idea came came from is like us you know, me wanting to do it for good housekeeping because they wanted us to just do like a literal good housekeeping cover. Oh, come on. And this is not going to happen, but let me get on the phone with good housekeeping. And I actually pi- pitched it to them. <laughs> and <laughs> I think they were mortified. Yes. <laughs> but the woman who was like, the point person was like, I love this idea, but I don't think it can go go for brand. <laughs> it. was like, my husband did a good housekeeping cover Deadpool with a turkey. Like they were like, oh no, yeah, so we really? And I was like, please. And so they, anyway, I begged them, they wouldn't do it. Um, and then I was like, well, why don't we do it? Like, why don't we do it for, for our, for our campaign? Yeah. It's, so sad had that, this-
1: it's sad that good housekeeping didn't want people to talk more about them than they've literally ever talked about good housekeeping.
3: So <laughs> I mean, like, how mentioned. cool would that have been as
1: like, a blog at the time? We would have never stopped talking, about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> right? but, there, but we got
3: to do our own thing with the animatics, which ended up being great. And then the the, great. the, 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 man with a thigh so there was this instagram account that i was really into my husband actually told me about it because it's called um it's i mean it's sorry it's twitter it's headless hollywood but okay. or it might be hollywood headless you guys will have to l- look it up and oh, correct me and check that um but it's this. this yeah it's it's great account it's this woman who talks about how like she shows the disparity between like um women's uh bodies versus their heads being shown on posters. Oh, right. Men, right. And how women are usually on a post if they're on a poster, they're objectified. There's this one of Rachel Weiss. I can't remember what movie it is, but it's a character poster and there's like mm-hmm. six characters, all the men in their faces. And with her, it's just her lips and her chest. There you go. And you're like mm. and it says Rachel Weiss, like she's a big movie star. Uh, but like with them, it's matching character posters. One's green, one's blue, one's red, one's and hers is like they cut half yeah. her face. Academy off. Academy, Academy I mean, Award like, winner Rachel Weiss. Yeah. Oh, it is Mortifying. And then, so there was this one for this French TV show where this is this guy and he's got his tie thrown back and this woman's legs. And I was like, I, yes, I need to do this. (laughs) And there were some edits that I didn't get to do, but I was like, we need to recreate this. We need to recreate this one. So I was just like, let's use that man as an object. Like, I need him to be my prop. I don't want to no. see his face. I want no. him to be a table. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's, the, we did some where he's just a table, like mm-hmm. as my, and like in that guy, I felt so bad. Cause I was just like the whole time I was like, I don't know what it feels like. Like this is <laughs> my <laughs> whole life. Like, and i was like, trying to make him feel comfortable. And it was so sweet because I was like, nobody normally feels this way for me. Right, when I'm no having right but like, I just so felt for him, but 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 he was so great and totally understood it and like got it. And like Tim was like so excited to, to to play like that. And like, he like went so far with it. He shot such beautiful images and it was just like, it was really, really cool to get to do that. And then like the, the pitch video was something that like got but really involved yes, in too. I was
1: mm-hmm. wanting to ask you about that because it was really, I, I rewatched it yesterday and it was really fun watching you just get to be fucking salty. like like be very like uh, like very let's 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 name it let's call out that elephant in the corner of the room it's always there and I'm gonna look at it and I'm gonna be like What's your fucking problem?
3: Like Yeah. That was but really it's like fun that to watch. we've all been on that. We've all been in that meeting. And like mm-hmm, that's yeah. why and a lot yeah. of it was taken from meetings that like I've been in or like and that's but right. Thomas Lennon like putting his hand like this, like in My front of, and yeah. like his legs like showing his ball and then Annalie Ashford's amazing because it was originally like two men and I was like no, 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 it's, it's the women who are working in these studio systems who have seen that the, not all yeah. women, but there are there is that woman who's like seen the only way to survive is to, mm. jo- like if you can't beat them, join them. Yep, exactly. And like, so they are the ones who are like, and you're like, wait, hold on. And the <laughs> studio feels like they have representation because
2: there's a woman there and you're like, <laughs> yeah. there's a no, woman there. No, like
3: you have forced her to be this way. Yeah, yes. um, Serena Joy, so you have Serena
1: Joy sitting at the table. I feel like what I have is just kind of an unfunny Paul Feig movie. Yeah, boo. You know, what if we take the best of the idea, Okay, so we've got empowered woman, runs a bikini store. Kate Blanchett, shitting into her yoga pants. Paul Feig, horrible mom, getting drunk at the mall. What do we call it?
3: A simple favor. Actually, we love it. Beautiful. I love it. It's great. I guess we're making a movie. But not with them, right? No so anyway it was just it was all so much fun like all of that was just like and it was neat to see how it really um like the movie people weren't very aware of it and we released those images on tuesday before the movie came out and like our tracking like you know Mm -hmm. the the awareness of the movie went up like three times Uh which was amazing because it's like people want to see interesting characters people want to be challenged Mm -hmm. people want um, marketing to be thoughtful and they mm-hmm. want quality content and they want to see an extension of storytelling and character. And it was really like validating and exciting to, for all of us to see that, like, you know, cause this, I'm sure they spent a lot of money on that marketing because yeah. like they were creating original content, but to see it work. And yeah. that was really important to me uh-huh. because like, that's what it needs to be. And, um, and it just like it doesn't happen enough. And that's why audiences are like, eh, well, if you, if you just think I'm gonna come just because I'm gonna come, like like yeah. woo me, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> like buy me flowers, you know. <laughs> Win and, me over. Yeah, exactly. But I also like don't I didn't like really want people to know I was involved at the time because like if it didn't work, I didn't want to take the hit. <laughs> but I just well, like that's just I smart. also <laughs> I only played a woman. No, but as a woman, you are like It is. You just want your ideas to be tried. I'm sure Mm -hmm. as any human being, but, but I can speak as a woman. It's like, I just want, you know, I want to bring my value to the table. I want Mm -hmm. them to be tried. I want them to be heard, but I don't need credit for it. Like, I I haven't even made it to that battle yet. Like, I just want to be able to to offer something and like, in 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 time and in turn then you can start to like step into the spotlight and be like okay so this is what happened before
0: mm-hmm.
3: and le- now let's do it again and like you can start to um to feel more comfortable but i was just like please just just try it like yeah, take it or yeah, leave it yeah. um but now i feel like that experience allowed me to be like hey now take it yeah. you know yeah yeah, yeah like yeah and- Yeah. And it's not to say like, you know, I mean, gosh, that was a massive group effort, but like just being able to be valued, um, it means a lot because they want you to do press for these movies. And I was like, I don't want to do just a bunch of random junkets and photo shoots that don't mean anything. Like, let's, let's us do the junkets, us do the photo shoots, but instead of doing junkets, let's create videos. Let's create images. Let's like, let's, let's tell a story. And, um, It was just like, it was really neat to just be able to be thoughtful about like every single moment, but that starts on set. That starts on the movie that Mm -hmm. starts on like, you know, I'll never forget the moment with Paul when I throw the wrench up into the air. Oh man. And I was just like, Paul, can I be putting on pearls? Is it lands? Is that ridiculous? <laughs> and he was like, Yes, it's ridiculous. Get her pearls?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we like, have
3: can you take those off? Can you take those off? Yeah, right that's the and I was the like, beauty. they're in my pocket. They're in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you've already got them. The ethos of this and, movie like, is like, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but it. please do yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah so thank God you like, brought that
0: up.
3: But but it's like he 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 created that environment where like, you know, it was always um he had good taste. It's not like he said yes to everything. Like there's plenty of stuff. He's like, Oh, that's great. Like, let's not do that. Um, (laughs) of course I remember the things that he did say yes to. I'm sure I had a hundred thousand terrible ideas. Um, (laughs) curation, curation. It's important. It is, but it makes it safe to bring bad ideas to the table too, because you, you have, you have a leader, you have somebody who is really like sifting through that, and finding the gyms, and, and it makes it feel like the pressure of being like, okay, this pitch has to be perfect, or this has to be a great idea, or I'm never going to be, be allowed to offer anything again, Yeah, is like, it's pretty debilitating. And yeah. like, I'm sure you can all, I'm sure you've all experienced yeah. that. No, I'm in a writer's room.
2: Yeah, and I'm in a writer's room. And it's like, if you, if we feel like we can't say the crappy things, then we're just not mm-hmm. going to give the ideas. And yeah, if no one say in the room feels like they can give the ideas, then we're not going to get to the good uh, the good one. Yeah, the exactly. Where we need to go
3: yeah there's this director who i won't name because he would just know if you saw his movies like everything everything explodes um um, he was no idea he said once um he was like uh he goes somebody was offering an idea and he goes oh yeah yeah he was showing that he was collaborative he goes, yeah yeah. um every idea is a good idea and we're like that makes so much sense with your filmmaking (laughs) this <laughs> makes sense and it's like you know he, he was trying not to say like there's no bad ideas like you right. can offer but like right. every so, idea is a good idea i was like yes you didn't learn that lesson <laughs> like paul is not that guy he's the guy who like there are no bad ideas in that right. like bring them all but like yeah. you know some of them the, work the and some, some of them heard right. of this movie yeah and like, right. like tilda swinton maybe not but like yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah but that gets and, like, us somewhere yeah but he didn't make me feel bad about the tilda swinton exactly movie. yeah I was like, How about yeah. this or this and i'd see where he'd warm up and I'm like it was like a metal detector You're like beep, beep, yes. beep, 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 beep. so I was like, okay this is going so then I'd start like pitching that thing um yes. but um but yeah he really made it safe and and he also like you know I I, I sometimes like try to get really involved in the edit of a movie like I saw this movie once. I had one note, and I was like, "Listen, I just had a baby. You guys told me you wouldn't see me taking off my shirt. Like, I got muffin top of that shot. Can you go tighter? Like, right. mm-hmm. I know it's a weird vain thing. This is my only note. Like, I had no, <laughs> kind of I had it the movie only. But note. I was like, you told me you cut before I took the shirt off. I wore the tighter pants because, as we know, if you wear like tighter pleather, it right. pulls you in like Spanx, yeah, yeah, on your legs. Oh, right. But if yeah. you wear the looser, then the waistband is more flattering. Right. So it's yeah. like in a wide shot, I'll change the wider if you have to go wide. But the tight <laughs> like I want like these like Spanx type leggings and then I like took up and then they used it I was like no no we're gonna have to cut there but um <laughs> that was literally my only note in the whole movie which is like so great to li- literally be able to like act in a movie see the movie the movie's great and it's great. and you know and then you get to just be like oh that was so great and inspiring like I want to do more I want to tell yeah. more but the movie's mm-hmm. over like let's play in the marketing and like yeah. You know, Paul really listened to his movie. He changed the entire ending of the movie. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. for the better. Like it was mm-hmm. it was great. He made such great choices and, and um, you know, I'm just um I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And I'm also so grateful the other thing we didn't cover is the the twin part of it. Like in yes. the script.
1: I mean, we yeah. wanna talk we just like, thought, like I know, sorry. I know. How long I know. you can't like just <laughs> we love that um, scene and we have talked about specifically that scene with Paul and <laughs> Renee, <laughs> yes. and there's such a tremendous like Work through of your range in that scene, and like the way you pitch—I do have to say—the way you pitch down your voice is really, really (laughs) fucking convincing. And (laughs) the whole like like... (laughs) sub-dom relationship that suddenly inverts that Emily the whole switch
0: is Mm
3: -hmm.
1: fascinating.
0: She's not on top anymore. It's a tremendous (laughs) scene.
3: It's like she was, she was the, she was the alpha always. Yeah. And like when Paul and I went through it that day, you know, we had that long like rehearsal that ended up being a meeting. What we ended up. You know, talking about was like I was like I just like I don't buy this relationship with the twin. Like yeah. I don't, but I I was afraid to say it because I had like pitched all these like comedy things. So I was afraid to now come with him with like a sure. emotional backstory. I was like, oh, like bend, but don't break. Don't yeah, now yeah, be yeah. like, Hey, by the way, her backstory, like, I didn't want her to be like, why are you doing this role? Yeah. Because it was like, there was so much there, but there was so much, because there was so much there, there was so much more mm-hmm. to, yeah. to to grow from it. it was, she's was like a chia pet. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but I was like, you know, I, I mean, in order to play her, cause I'd never played a villain before. I was like, I need to, I mean, she's traditionally a villain on, on paper. If you, if you look at like right. the who they would be but i don't think of her villain yeah it's very complicated she
0: shouldn't shouldn't have gone to jail we're we're on the record (laughs)
3: yeah yeah Yeah, i know right why is it stupid her like a prison hanker um like a um pocket square of of tissue paper oh my god yes um but um but anyway, because I was like, if she's in prison, she's also going to be, like, in prison outfits. She's still like, going to be Emily. She's still doing it. And like, exactly. yeah, it's going to be an epic version of a prison outfit. Um, but, um, but uh, oh, the twin. So I thought it was more empathetic. Like, if she's always been on top, then like, then she's just a monster. Mm-hmm. And if she mm-hmm. left her sister, then she's just a monster. Like, wh- yeah. wh- how did yeah. she become this way? Like she, then she's a sociopath right. and like, it sort of undermines the relationship with Stephanie for Stephanie to fall for this person. And like, right. a- and undermines Stephanie's value too for her to like fall prey to this thing. But like, if she's been hurt, cause I believe that every bully has a bully. Like if mm-hmm. she's been hurt mm-hmm. and like the way to overcome that is to like become the thing that hurt her, yeah. you know? so that people don't see her fragility behind, then then that makes sense. I don't hear from you for 14 years, and now here you are. I'm out of cash. Shocking. The fuck do you say? Nothing, did you get
2: away with it this time.
3: Mm -hmm. So we sort of like reworked the whole twin dynamic so that the twin was alpha Mm -hmm. and she was the beta. And like, and like, then you, you sort of like see this woman in her power suddenly like cow to her, you know, like abuser in a sense, Mm -hmm. yet also her, the person she loves more than anyone. The Mm -hmm. only person she loves more is her child. Like that's all I could empathize with. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. was like, she's got to love her kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you would do anything. You would, you would kill the person you love most if it meant that person was going to threaten your child, you know, because that's that's the hierarchy there you do seem highly motivated i don't know what it is so oh it's your job probably um probably your kid don't talk about nikki (sighs) yeah i'll um i'll sell the house i'll I'll, um i'll do whatever i need to do if i do this you can't tell anyone ever do you understand
0: yeah yeah i get it i mean i don't don't really get the big deal though because you and me could always just make another kid you know that right
3: can't make him know it's just um, So it was like a really neat thing, and I was like, you know, trying to get my voice lower, but I was also. Um uh, Vivian Baker she's amazing she had all that makeup and the and okay. all that was yeah. practical oh God, was the, so good. the death makeup good. I mean amazing yeah. that death makeup was on my 30th birthday too which was like <laughs> I had so much fun with uh, I was like look uh, aging <laughs>
1: uh,
2: but uh,
3: but like, hashtag so 30 exactly but the the twin scene it was like like this heavy emotional scene but I stuck tissue in my mouth because I was like I thought I was oh. brilliant for thinking of like I wanted to change the shape of my face a little and they were like uh-huh. yeah yeah like Marlon Brando and I was like you're spoiling me again. Um, Classic so, I brando. Am, uh, yeah, so I was like, I felt so cool and then they said that and I was like, Crap. I mean but, following in the
1: footsteps of a master. So
3: yeah, but like he did it right. He did it with like cotton. And I didn't <laughs> Kleenex, like whatever was there, but I was having to eat a Snickers bar the whole time. So I'm like doing the scene, and oh, that's what you're is eating. like coming up into my Snickers bar. <laughs> and it was like wow. that was the real challenge of the scene. it Was like <laughs> was 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 that part? But it was it was fun to get to. It was fun to get to play, and you know, I don't know. It was it was a fun. It was such a fun movie. I hope yeah. we get to do it again
1: on we do too we talk yes, we, we, agree. we are yeah, big agree. advocates of us we, of a we talk about that a lot we, yeah <laughs> we're, we're we're big sequel mm-hmm. we're big sequel advocates <laughs> so we're here thank you i we have like we've said this before on on other on other episodes and it's absolutely we should say it again to you which is that one of the most exciting things about doing this is i i, I feel like each of us has come to love this movie more since we started mm. doing this like we we found mm. we could love this movie more which is quite the thing and also oh. that to hear how everybody got to be so much of them best of their best selves because of the mm-hmm. leadership and guidance of of Paul and what mm-hmm. he lets people do but specifically hearing the ways in which you were assertive and creative in building emily and the decisions that that you brought to the table even if bashfully even if self-consciously mm-hmm. to hear like the to hear about your proactivity in in the creation of this world and also that's been really fun. And now to hear it underscored so much how you were so empowered to do that in a way that sounds unique to your experience, it really makes the totality of watching a simple favor and just kind of loving mm-hmm. it that much more rich. That's just good. So,
2: really just so many guess. of so many of the things that you described that you brought to the table were, are the things that are defining of the film for yeah. us. They are mm-hmm. like like obviously the performance that you give is amazing. But it also like yes, just like the look of it the costumes like so much of it just is what brings everything together in the way that is what made us stand up and be like okay we want to actually like we want to dig into this thing because this yeah. is like a complex and fascinating piece of art even back to the beginning of like what is this genre and yeah. like that confusing people from from the script stage to Mm-hmm. sitting down in theaters, but that being a beautiful thing too, because it means that you can marry all of these different elements together. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's just so fun to dig into. And we're so grateful that you came to talk to us. Oh, wow. thank
3: you. That's like, that is so healing and validating. You know, I'm, I'm sure you guys have experienced that too, to be able to, you know, question whether or not you're being too assertive or you're, or you're not mm-hmm. speaking up enough or, you know, finding that balance of, of, um, you know honoring yourself and also honoring those around you and like you know not being in environments where you have real collaboration and then getting to experience that and getting to experience being valued and it's like you know hearing hearing other people say like what you guys all did um meant something and like and 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 good job bringing that to the table that (laughs) that that actually means so much and 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 like you said it comes from the top down like without if, if Paul wouldn't have behaved that way, if we wouldn't right. have a, a studio who supported that mm-hmm. and like every single department head that, that he hired also valued and honored and respected each other. Mm-hmm. And like, so everybody was really able to do, like, I spoke a lot about my experiences in this because I know my experiences, but you talk to True. any person in right. this movie, any person who led a department and you'll be like, oh, you're responsible for like these things yeah. that we love mm-hmm. and we didn't <laughs> even know it. And like, and that is so beautiful to have a shepherd like that, who can, who can like really be the best parent, who can like pull out the best parts of you yeah. and like guide you the right ways. And like, and I think that that's why the movie resonates with people because we all loved making it. Yeah. And yeah. you see that, you, you know, do. like we love that movie, you yeah. know, and you see it when people don't, even if they're acting like it, they right. you know, you see yeah. it, you know, <laughs> and it's like, you know, even into like, wearing the dog on suits for the press store I was like nobody's gonna see this movie but everybody pays attention to like fashion when people yep. are in press store mm-hmm. but yeah. like they'll pay more attention to that than some interview I do so like why don't I just do it in character like right I'm yeah right. only wear suits because yeah. then the conversation will be like why is she wearing suits oh because <laughs> of this movie oh she wears suits in the movie so it's like let's tie people yeah. to the movie any way we can and we were all just like desperately trying to get people to to notice this movie and the fact that like people now see it and like they're like oh that's why all these things happen like it's just neat because there's so there's there's such rich storytelling from every single department on this that like yeah we're I I hope we get to do it again
1: I mean I'm frankly thrilled to see what you can do when you're unleashed as a as a as a
3: voice of input (laughs) and collaboration only when I have like a great a great collaborator because like I would have had blue eyebrows and, like, and I, I think have, honestly I don't even know what else I pitched <laughs> on that movie but like I have a lot of great ideas but I also have a lot of bad ideas and like it, you know my husband says something that I think is like the most beautiful thing you know, was, like, he always like says this to our kids like in order to be great at something you have to be willing to be bad at it right and. And it's not, and I was like, oh, don't you mean bad at it first? Like, no. it's like, no. like, oh yeah, you don't just suddenly like arrive at greatness. Like, right, right. You have yeah. to, in order to take bold swings, you have to be willing to like, for them not to work yeah. sometimes. And mm-hmm. like, when you have a great team around you, like, if I made this movie by myself, it would be a disaster. You know, like I got a lot of great ideas, but it would be a mess. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, but having, yeah. like, people, like, surrounding yourself and people that can support your good ideas and help to edit your bad ideas and then bring their <laughs> own ideas, like, that's when you get magic, you know? Right. Yeah, it's the
2: collaboration. Plastic. I think I think that's true of yeah. any creative. I think every, yeah. any creative needs an editor. I think it's, mm-hmm. like, any yeah. – if if your name gets so big that nobody's going to edit you, then that's when your stuff mm-hmm. is going to be shitty. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's true. You see that's that. You see when people
0: lose touch. Yeah. yeah. And it's
3: a – you know, you think you want that. But, like – I don't want
0: it. No, want <laughs> it, never it in it my happen. life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you but become yeah. a
3: thirty-three-year-old pop, pop star. Um, okay. We're ready so, for that.
0: We're, square, we're that ready. I'm
3: full circle.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Fully you're so ready full for that circle. circle.
3: Thank
1: thank you, lady, so yes, much. Thank you, So much. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. Me time. We yes, so appreciate it. This has been a fucking delight, and I we will not we will not relent with the simple favor to chant
2: right. I know. we will.
1: You've you got your back road. on let's, that one. Let's
3: get through one election first, and then we can. Yes. All get oh my God. Back. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But like November
2: fifteenth, yeah, yeah. November
1: fourth. Coming down the pike. The first <laughs> Wednesday
2: <laughs> of, of November, yeah. maybe.
1: Yeah. Um. But you. Um, well, yeah. You. Thank you for taking the time, and have thank a great rest too. of your day. And thank and you, we we really appreciate your generosity of, of time and and spirit. Absolutely. So, and thank you so much. the movie's fucking great, and you did a wonderful job. So yes, appreciate it. Put thank that in you your all. put that in. With thank you pod, for
3: sorry. seeing it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and thank you to everyone listening. Which is like me. Yes. like you. No, I'm just going to unremind your audience. I was just like, I'm the number one fan of this movie. So. so. Okay. Have a good day. All right. Thank you Blake.
2: Have a great day. Thanks. Bye.
1: Well, and, and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, we have, uh, we, we've given, we've, we've built a like sort of 360 model recreation (laughs) of the experience of making a simple favor. A star, a screenwriter, a costume designer, a director, um, all of them inexplicably contributing to this podcast, which has become <laughs> thought are genuinely shocking. The definitive resource for the tremendous now canonized 2018 film, a simple thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah Did yeah, you... I think we can dust our hands off and say we've done it, folks. <laughs>
2: You all need to come back here the second A Simple Favor 2 is announced yep. mm-hmm. to do your homework. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. where the where you will learn the, the story <laughs> of this film that has obviously changed all of us. <laughs> yeah. we, when we started this, we literally were like, we'll just, like, we'll at Paul Feig every episode and see if he never comes up, <laughs> yeah. never come on. We yeah. dreamt of <laughs> one instead.
0: retweet. Yeah. We dreamt of, I mean- like, a single retweet <laughs> <Yeah>. instead of... <laughs> What we got, I which like was I access it, to everybody. Yeah,
1: I feel like I imagined it as a bit where every week it would be mm-hmm. like the it would be like Jimmy yes. Kimmel's like, and hey, once Paul. again Matt Damon was unavailable. Like it right. would, it would be like, <laughs> and once again, uh, Paul Feig was unavailable this week. But we look forward to talking to him. Like that was how I kind of imagined it going.
2: Yeah. Instead, he agreed to come on before the podcast even <laughs> came on, which. Once you've listened to the podcast. Once you listen to that episode on queerness that we did.
0: Yeah. We're really mm. A really brave <laughs> surprising
2: man. that anybody ever talked to us at all. Yeah.
0: Or again, we're frankly. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, so, yes. But, but here we are. Yeah,
1: here we are. We we did it and we thank you so much uh, fellow simple favor stan nation for mm-hmm. going with us on this journey that we deeply did not expect.
2: So this has been beautiful, and we do demand uh, cameos in the sequel. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. And if you would like to talk to us about this incredible experience of talking to Blake, anything, any of the millions of nuggets of wisdom she gave us yeah. during said interview, yeah. you can do so at the hashtag A Simple Podcast. Yep. You can follow me on Twitter at C underscore Grace T, um, you know, where I'm tweeting. I don't know, probably something dumb. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, I will be tweeting about this for a significant run of time wherein you can find that at JorCrew, J-O-R-C-R-U.
2: You can find me at Alana Bennett at A-L-A-N-N-A-B-E-N-N-E-T-T.
0: I think, I, think I always got. think there's an extra E. I thought I was going to get it this time. I'd be like, Bennett- I've heard <laughs> Alana say it enough times. <laughs> <but Yeah>. No. <laughs> I haven't.
2: I might have misspelled my own name. There's no... <laughs> but yeah, uh mom's thank you so much. And yeah, uh thanks mom's. Yeah, you know, just just bye mom's. Bye bye from the bye mom's. Bye, <laughs> bye from the bye mom's. <laughs> <laughs>